Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi everyone, welcome to the Lose Weight Live Life podcast episode number 77. Today I wanted to talk to you about the feeling of uncertainty. This week in the Food for Thought program, we've been exploring the mindset model, which is a framework that helps us make sense of what we're thinking, feeling and doing in our lives and how all of those impact the lives we create for ourselves. If you want to know more about the mindset model, check out podcast episode number two. The mindset model shows us how our feelings are created by how we think in response to different things that happen in our lives, and how our feelings determine what we do and don't do. And it's a phenomenal tool in helping us understand our mindset that leads us to eating, as well as all the other things going on in our lives that trigger us to think thoughts, leading us to feel negative emotions. And if our emotional eating isn't in balance, we might often find that we are eating to avoid feeling those feelings. Now, a feeling is a one-word description of a vibration in our body. You might also call it an emotion. And there are hundreds, probably many hundreds of words to represent different emotions. And this week, I've been coaching some of ladies who've been feeling various emotions in response to what's happening in the Ukraine. And they've been noticing that they would normally reach for food to help them feel better in such situations. And some of them have turned to food and some of them haven't. And either way, they have been learning lots about themselves as a part of the process, which is the purpose, of course, of the work that we do in the academy and through the focus coaching sessions that we offer alongside. And also, I wanted to talk today about emotions that we feel when something significant happens in our life that leaves us feeling all sorts of emotions that don't feel great. Because if we've learned anything over the last couple of years, it's that life is uncertain. Now, life always was uncertain. It's just that it's been more apparent with more of us maybe collectively being impacted by significant events than we've maybe noticed before. So why am I choosing to focus on the feeling of uncertain versus sad or angry here? I think one of the challenges with feeling uncertain is that we don't really know what to do in response to it. Now, it could be that you wouldn't describe how you're feeling right now as uncertain, but you notice yourself feeling worried or concerned or unsettled or distracted or anxious. It doesn't matter the word that you choose or the word that resonates for you. What I share with you here today will still apply and will still be useful in helping you make sense and understand those different emotions that you're noticing. So the topic of this podcast today, Feeling Uncertainty, is in response to how I am feeling about the situation in Ukraine. But as I said, we all have major things happening in our lives all of the time that we feel uncertain, worried or unsettled about, such as being made redundant, a loved one being ill, a life challenge facing our children, all sorts of things. So what I talk about here today can be applied to those situations too. It can be applied to any situation that leads you to think in a certain way that has you feeling uncertain, worried, anxious, even scared. Now, when you've heard me talk about emotions before, you may have heard me say that we might tell ourselves 
The most important thing is to be happy or that we think we want to be happy all of the time, but really we don't. We don't want to feel happy when a loved one is sick, when our partner is made redundant, or we see the impact of war on our televisions and our social media feeds. We want to feel sad, outraged, compassion, or something similar that feels appropriate to us. And when we know and acknowledge that and appreciate ourselves for that, we can feel those emotions that don't feel great, but we don't need to suffer more than is necessary. So let's go back to the emotion of uncertain or feeling uncertain, which, as I mentioned before, you might think of as worry or concern. Now, first off, I want you to know it is normal. Your brain is wired for survival. And when it comes up against an unfamiliar situation, it likes to point out a lot of the problems and worst case scenarios because it believes it's protecting you by making you aware of what could happen. It doesn't realize that triggering your nervous system in response to something that's not an immediate threat is not helpful, and it really isn't. Feeling uncertain, feeling worried and concerned does not do anything to help us, help ourselves or others we care about. And that doesn't mean that we should try to not feel those emotions. We should definitely not avoid them. Avoiding them looks like resisting them, and that's what can lead us to doing things like eating and drinking and scrolling social media mindlessly to avoid feeling them. We want to notice them, to seek to understand them, to allow them and proactively decide what we want to do in response to these feelings. So what can you do if you find yourself feeling uncertain, worried, concerned or anxious about what's happening in the world right now or what's happening with a specific aspect of your life? The first thing to do is to acknowledge it. It's literally say to yourself, I feel whatever the emotion is, uncertain, scared, worried, anxious, right now and that's okay. This is you compassionately acknowledging and holding space for yourself in feeling that emotion and that is an important thing to do. I can't overestimate that enough. It's not doing what we do as coaches which is often what we do is chastise ourselves for feeling a certain way. I noticed some sneaky thinking that I shouldn't be feeling uncertain because I noticed it was leading me to feel distracted over the past week and as a mindset coach I should know how to manage my mind better. That's where my brain went to on default and I had to pause and stop and acknowledge that what I was feeling and allow it to be okay. And I know that if I don't, I will end up doing things that are not useful and will result in more layers of negative emotion. And as well as acknowledging how you're feeling to yourself, you're going to want to check in with your body and notice how the vibration feels in your body. Now, for those of you in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy, you have worksheets and lessons to walk you through the process. But for those of you not in the academy or not in the academy at the moment, just sit quietly and think about how the vibration of the emotion you are experiencing feels in your body. So, for example, for me, feeling uncertain is what I describe as a low level discomfort. It's a kind of tension that I am noticing I'm carrying around with me right now. It feels like it's there quite a lot at the moment. It sometimes feels as though I'm holding my breath or maybe that I'm tensing my jaw or my hands, my chest and throat are slightly tight and my mouth is a little dry. It doesn't feel good, but it's also okay. When I feel it, when I allow myself to be with it, I can feel it in my body and carry on with doing what needs to be done when I allow myself, as I said, to notice it and to have compassion for it. So having acknowledged how you're feeling, having checked in with yourself and observed what that feels like in your body, the next thing that I want you to do is to be curious about why you're feeling the way that you are. Now, your brain will want to tell you straight away, well, of course, it's because of the thing that is happening, whether that's a situation in Iraq or a personal situation in your family. 
but there's the circumstances of what's happening and then there's also what you think about it. And it's the part of what you think about it that creates your emotion. Now, when you ask yourself what you think about a specific situation, so let's take the example that someone you care about is having some tests done to check to see if they have cancer. You're going to have a whole myriad of thoughts come up. And what I would suggest that you would do in that situation is to get them all down on paper. Allow your brain to get everything out of your head and onto paper. Now, you may be reluctant to do this. You may think that writing down your fears is going to make things scarier. But if those fears are in your head, you are already experiencing them. Even if you're not acknowledging them in your head, you're not thinking about them, your body is experiencing them. You still know that they're there. Writing them down on paper will give you some distance from them, allow you to see them so that you can address them. And as I'm thinking about what I want to say to you on this podcast, I have a thought that keeps popping into my head, which is along the lines of, I'm sure I worry more about stuff now, more now than I used to. And I have thoughts that that's because I'm menopausal. And I know from talking to academy members and friends that they also think they worry more about things since they became perimenopausal or menopausal. And so I'm just taking the aside to mention this here because I know that many of you who listen to the podcast are also of a similar age. And I just want to mention that it is a very real thing. And if you have thoughts about that, don't dismiss them and acknowledge them for yourself. Just allow that to be there, to accept that and you know for it to be okay it may be that i'm worrying more because my hormones are unbalanced right now and i acknowledge myself for that and i have compassion for me i don't disregard it so anyway quick aside there i was talking about emptying the thoughts in your head onto paper so that you can see them and address them now they are going to be lots of thoughts and that's okay just picking one thought to look at and consciously think about and decide how you want to think or what you want to do in response to it will help you show your brain that you're still in control of you. You don't need to think that you've got to look at and manage all of those thoughts. There could literally be hundreds of them. Just taking one and just allowing yourself the space to look at and focus on that will be useful and helpful to you. And very often in these situations, the thoughts causing us worry and concern are thoughts like... I don't know what I will do if, fill in the blank. What will happen if, fill in the blank. And the best thing that we can do for ourselves with these thoughts is to allow ourselves to face that unknown and tell ourselves what we would do. For example, if your partner or close family member is waiting for the results of a cancer diagnosis and you are thinking, I don't know what I will do if it's positive, turn that around and say to yourself, if it's positive, I will, and then finish that sentence. It might be, I will take care of them. I will be there for them. I will equip myself with knowledge so that I can help and support them the best way possible. I will hold space for them. I will do these things for them so they can focus on getting well. We think that considering the unthinkable is going to hurt us more than worrying. But what we find is that it allows us to focus on what we will and can do to help. And that feels so much better than worrying. And not only that, it's more useful for them as well. Okay, so we've spoken about allowing, recognizing, acknowledging our feelings, and we've spoken about allowing ourselves to come face to face with the thoughts creating our fears and to meet them head on. Other things that may be useful for you to think about for different situations. One of the things I've noticed myself thinking as I've observed myself feeling uncertain about the situation in Ukraine is that I have no right to feel this way. Given that I am safe in my nice cozy home with food and water, I have no right to spend a moment thinking, 
What will this mean for me and my family with all that others are going through right now? And that's not useful. That judgment of myself is not useful either. And it goes against everything that I've just said. What is more useful is to ask myself, what is an appropriate response here? How do I want to be responding to this situation? What do I want to think, feel and do? And when I answer that question, the thought that comes to mind is balance. You see, constantly checking the news for the latest updates leads me to feeling distracted and sad and isn't helping anyone. And not looking at the news at all feels disrespectful. And I also have a thought that I don't want to be ignorant. And I'm also fully aware that my teenage kids are seeing everything on social media and I want to be aware of what's going on for them, including being aware of the fake news and understanding what is fake news so that I can point out to them that everything that they see on TikTok, for example, isn't as it seems. So I wanted to manage my access to the news in a balanced way. I wanted to talk to my children about what's happening in a balanced way. And I want to do something that feels practical and feels useful and meaningful and helpful, such as donating or doing something similar. I also want to allow all of my emotions and to acknowledge them. And I want to be grateful and appreciative for everything that I have in my life right now, from food and water and shelter to my loved ones being safe. And I want to constantly be reminding myself of how much is in my control. Today, I get to choose how I eat. I get to choose when I work and when I rest. I get to choose to talk to loved ones and friends. I get to choose to stay warm and comfort myself and others. And each day, I get to take a fresh look at that day and decide what I am and what I am not in control of. I get to choose everything about the things I can control. And I get to choose how I want to think and feel in response to the things I cannot. Okay, so I think I went a little deep with this episode. I would love to know if it resonated and if it was useful. Even if just a few of you listening can find one useful thing to take away from this episode, then that really means a lot to me. And I don't think I've said this before, but I want you to know I really appreciate you being here and listening to the podcast each week. So I just want you to thank you for being a podcast listener. And I just want to say, take care and I will see you. I will speak to you next week. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning supported by twice weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six month lose weight, live life, group coaching, mastermind intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.